This is the Dallas Morning News. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Dallas Morning News. It's Wednesday, January 26th, and this is your Dallas Morning News. Today's forecast calls for sunny skies with a high near 55 and a low near 35. Here are today's headlines. A Dallas police officer and a capital murder suspect were shot Wednesday in West Oak Cliff. The officer is expected to survive while the suspect is in critical condition at the hospital. Multiple officers responded to the shooting that occurred in the 2500 block of Bahama Drive near Fort Worth Avenue just after 3 p.m. when police were attempting to execute an arrest warrant. The suspect is accused of a killing in North Texas. Police declined to release the names of the person shot by police and would not say how many officers were serving the warrant. The Dallas Police Special Investigations Unit and the Dallas County District Attorney's Office are investigating, which is customary for shootings that involve officers. In other news, tension over rolling tax office closures spilled into Tuesday's Dallas County Commissioner Court meeting, where Commissioner John Wiley Price accused tax assessor collector John Ames of mismanaging his office. Staffing shortages at tax office branches have Ames's employees closing offices to the public once a week so they can spend time processing vehicle title registrations and online transactions. Price said no other county agency has that luxury. Ames pointed to his request for a temporary pay increase, which commissioners denied last year, as part of his attempt to resolve ongoing staffing problems. 14% of the tax office's 287 positions are vacant. Ames added that this shortage, paired with an influx of backlogged transactions, forced the decision to close each of the seven tax office branches once a week. The exchange at the regular commissioner's court meeting comes amid one of the busiest times of the year for the tax office. Up next, a 7-Eleven in downtown Dallas has closed after 98 calls to 911 in the last three months, an average of one per day. The sidewalk in front of the convenience store at 2008 Commerce Street was constantly littered with trash and impassable many times of the day as homeless people congregated outside the store. Potential customers avoided the location even though it was the only convenience store in an area with enough pedestrian traffic to support such a business. Located on the southeast corner of Commerce and Harwood Streets, it's surrounded by apartments and hotels, the University of North Texas Satellite Campus on Main Street, and UNT College of Law and the Dallas Municipal Court. In the last three months, Dallas police wrote 11 reports, mostly related to incidents involving people with warrants who were then arrested, from the 98 calls to 911. Calls often followed disturbances between homeless people that dissipated once the police arrived. Meanwhile, scammers stole nearly $55,000 from two elderly Dallas-Fort Worth women who bank with J.P. Morgan Chase. Both women say they lost their money despite alerting Chase early enough to reverse the withdrawal. They contacted the Dallas Morning News after reading about a Dallas woman who lost $12,000 to a scammer identifying himself as a Chase representative. Chase contends the women authorized the transfers, unwittingly or not, so there's little the banking giant can do about it. 
75-year-old retired Dallas Independent School District Administrator Shirley Eisen Newsom has sued Chase, alleging her bank account was drained by more than $51,000. She is seeking monetary relief of up to $250,000. And professional skateboarder Tony Hawk has made his pitch for the late John Comer. Now it's up to the Garland City Council to decide whether to rename the city's new skate park after the hometown hero, who was the first pro skateboarder to compete with a prosthetic leg. The city opened the Boneyard, a 46,000-square-foot skate park, in October. The park is the second largest of its kind in Texas. Hawk chimed in and said memorializing Comer's name would solidify his legacy and be an inspiration for other skaters in years to come. X Games officials have long called Comer the godfather of adaptive skateboarding, a variant of the sport in which skaters modify their equipment to overcome physical disabilities. Comer died in 2019 at 43 years old, and the cause of his death has not been disclosed. Thanks for listening. For more on today's stories and for the latest breaking news, visit DallasNews.com. Enjoy your day. Spoken Layer Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.